Welcome to Just a Jew in the College, a podcast geared towards empowering and inspiring Jewish college students. I'm Dossie Van, a sophomore at the University of Florida. I've realized that between trying to live an authentic Jewish lifestyle on campus, strengthening your campus community, and setting yourself up for success in your studies and career, there are so many challenges that Jewish students are facing. My goal in putting these conversations on the air is to not just highlight these challenges, but the ways in which students across the country are overcoming them or making the most out of it. I hope that Bezrat Hashem, we could all gain some chizuk and support through these conversations. Thank you so much to Valerie Bihio for joining me on this episode. Valerie is a sophomore at Franklin and Marshall College, studying psychology with a minor in French. She grew up in Columbia and attended high school in America. And before starting college, she studied in the South American program at Madrashat Lindenbaum for one year and was a Madrucha at Emuna Omanut for another year. She is one of the many international students at Franklin and Marshall College fellow for Yavna on campus. When I first thought of having Valerie on this podcast, I thought it would be because she's one of roughly three observant Jews on her campus, but it was really interesting learning about how different her college is itself between the small school, large international student population, and the liberal arts college aspect. This is aside from all the Jewish stuff, so let's bring her in here. Welcome, Valerie. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. To start us off, could you please tell us a little about yourself? Um, yes. Hi, Dasi. My name is Valerie Vigio. I'm a sophomore right now at Franklin and Marshall College, and I'm studying psychology and minoring in French. I love hanging out with friends and family. I love art. How many languages do you speak? Okay, so currently I would say that I'm fluent in four languages and I'm learning French. So maybe I would count as five. So you're taking French class in school? Yes, I take French. (laughs) Um, So why did you choose Franklin and Marshall College? Yeah, so... It's interesting because like I'm originally like from Colombia, South America. So like coming from Colombia to Franklin Marshall College, which is in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, is kind of strange. Um, but yeah, when I was in high school, I went to a Jewish boarding school in North Carolina. It, it was called American Hebrew Academy. And then there, um, I had an amazing co- like college counselor that told me about this school that really liked international students and that it would help them financially. So I also knew that there was a Chabad, a Hillel, and a Kosher dining hall. And like that was enough for me to be an observant Jew on campus. So I said, okay, I will apply. And it was the school that like helped me the most. Also, another aspect that I really was looking for in a school was like the small classes and Franklin Marshall College has that aspect. So that's why I chose this school. How small are the classes? The classes can be from like four people to 30 people. So they're really small. There is like big, like 
big lecture halls, but the biggest could be like 50 people in a class. So compared to other schools, I know that's nothing. Right, so Franklin and Marshall is a private school? Yeah, Franklin and Marshall is a private school. I guess like just that the small aspect of the school makes it like more, more feel more like a family and that you're really able to speak with your teach professors because I'm sure like in other schools where the lectures are of 300 people or even more, you're not able to speak to your professor like in an intimate setting, or have a one-on-one. Got it. Also mentioned something about a kosher dining hall on campus. How does that work on a campus with a much smaller religious community? Yeah, so it's funny, but because when I say that there is a kosher dining hall on campus, people ask me like, oh, but why? Like there are only three or four religious Jews on campus why would they have a whole dining hall for them and yes I think that is true like it's kind of crazy but it's so helpful for me and they open it for everyone else and I would say that many people on campus say that um, the kosher food is one of the best options to to eat so I guess like yeah like they open it for us and for the Jewish community but everyone can eat and every many people come and enjoy the food so how big is the general jewish community on campus i would say around 200 which is like 10 percent of the whole school wait so <laughs> how how big is the school it's only 2000 yeah around 2000 so small school okay is the campus really yeah. small the campus, yeah, the campus is small. Um, I guess it's just that I was always in a small environment. Like in Colombia, I was in a small Jewish day school. Boring school in the U.S. was also very small. And then when I came here, this was big for me. But I know that compared to other schools, this is a very small college. Do you think that in general, do smaller schools provide more opportunities than larger schools or less opportunities? So I think that they provide more opportunities. Like I know that this school, eh, even though like they, they don't even have a graduate program, um, but they give a lot of research opportunities for undergraduate students, which I know that in some other schools that is sometimes impossible to get. So here, like many students over the summer stay and they have their research opportunity in chemistry or psychology or their area of interest. And not only that, like, in career development or president of a club or like just in any area of the college like you have the opportunity to really participate if you want to just because there are less students and like professors really get to know you so it's not like you're just applying and then they see like this like person like this name in, in the paper of like oh this person is applying who is that no like they know each one of their students and like it just feels more like more like a family rather than just like a big pond <laughs> do most of the students like really take advantage of that or is it still only a couple students in each of the professor's office hours and like a couple students that are really getting to know the professor 
I, I would say like most of the students um, because even at the end of the day, I feel like if you don't want to get to know the professor, you end up knowing the professor just because like it's so small that it's not like you can escape it. But I feel like most of the students here really care about their studies and growth that they take many opportunities but of course there are some students that are more like yes they go to class but then they do their own thing and they don't participate in the events or things like that there's always some of everything so next question what is it like being an international student yeah so um i would say that here being an international student doesn't feel as different because almost I think 50% of the population here is international so I feel like it's not as weird and I feel like I can really relate to my international friends here on campus like I would say most of the most of my friends right now are international and I feel like we just understand each other in that like in that point of view but I would say, like, I'm also, like, kind of used to the U.S. in some sort of way because I was in boarding school for four years. So it's not like this is my first time in the U.S. But, yeah, I I would say also that, like, in the Jewish community, I'm one of the only internationals. I think there's someone else from Azerbaijan, then me, and then Australia. But, like, we're very few international Jewish students. Yeah, At my school, at the Chabad, there's a there's a bunch of of South Americans specifically. I'm not sure about Colombian, but we got like a couple of Venezuelans and Panamanian and it's uh there's definitely a chebra of international mm-hmm. students there. I would love that. So Franklin and Marshall is a liberal arts college, correct? Yeah. So can you explain a little more what that means and what that means for you? Yeah, so even before I came here, I didn't know what as like a liberal arts college meant. But now I've understood that it just means that like the curriculum where, where you're studying, like what you're studying is kind of more flexible. They want to encourage you to study also all sorts of topics. And I really like that because when I came here, I wasn't sure that I wanted to study psychology but after I tried different classes, I was able to say like, oh, you know, I think my thing is psychology. So um, I really like that because I was able to explore. But not only that, like I'm able to continue exploring. Like they really encourage you to take a language, to take classes that just interest you. And because I like to learn about different things, I think this is a good fit for me. Um, another aspect of like liberal arts college is that like, I guess they are very open-minded and they, yeah, they're, they're very open-minded and they're liberal, like how it says in the name. Um, so that's a good thing, I would say, in the sense that, like, they really respect you um, as a Jew just because, like, they respect everyone, you know? So, like, if you say that you need accommodations, they will respect you and they will accommodate you for an exam if you're missing for a holiday or, like just kosher food they will bring it to you in a job meeting or something like they really make sure that you feel comfortable and everyone receives the same respect 
Um, but I guess just like as an observant Jew, like that was a little shocking for me to like see some um, liberal, I guess, two liberal aspects that like I wasn't used to. But I guess I'm okay with everything, I guess, because I received the respect that I need as an observant Jew, if that makes sense. Right. So I would say those yeah. are the two aspects of a liberal arts school. Okay, thank you so much for clarifying that. I hope I didn't bore the audience. I just really didn't know much about liberal arts colleges. <laughs> no, I also didn't know before. Next question. How is making friends in a larger network of Jewish college students helped you in your own college journey? I guess this mostly applies to the past summer we actually spent together on the OUJYC program in Israel with yeah. a bunch of different girls from different colleges and also within the Yavna network of meeting a lot of different students on different campuses. So how have those two things helped your overall college network? Yeah, so when I came here, I was very worried that it was just going to be too hard, very difficult to be Jewish on campus. And I, once I arrived, like in my campus, there's another Yavne fellow. And then she told me about Yavne and I was like, that sounds amazing. I need to like apply to this. Like, I want to be part of this network. And I spoke with Gracie and it just seemed like it was a good fit for where I was and like what I wanted to accomplish during college. And I think just like, I just feel like my college experience would be so different if I wasn't part of the Yavne network. Just because, like, even though here the Jewish life is not as strong, I feel like there is a community out there that supports me and that holds me accountable. And I made, like, really, like, true friends in this program. So, like, I already went, I went to a spring regional Shabbaton. I went to the OU JLIC program for women during the summer. And it was just amazing. That's where I met Dasi, and then also just like JNF conferences, uh, the fall Shabbaton, the winter, the winter trip break. Like I don't know, it's just like there is all these programs that just help you support you as a, an observant Jew and also as a leader, and I just feel like it's really recharging. Like here, like either. I'm struggling or I'm helping the community and then when I go there I just feel like whoa like I'm recharging my battery and then I come back and then I have like strength to do whatever I need to do so I'm just very thankful that I was able to find that network yeah I feel like we all when we go on programs like these like really feel a need to recharge and hopefully you know by the end of it we have accomplished that but what are some things you do to recharge within campus? Yeah, so um, that's a very good question because I was thinking about it like recently, like I was feeling like, oh, like I just feel like I need to like recharge myself. And I just felt like I think it was during Purim that like, I guess it was midterm seasons and then it was also Purim. And then I I was just talking with a friend 
about Purim and this friend was like, yes, I'm doing this for Purim, I'm preparing and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? Like, I haven't, I haven't even thought about Purim and it's coming up and like, it's such an important holiday and like, like, I just felt like done with all the exams and everything that I was like, okay, Valerie, if you don't take it into your own hands, then you won't, then you won't celebrate like you're supposed to and like how you wanted to celebrate it. So then I said to myself, like, okay, like, you know, it's going to make you happy. I just like kind of told myself, like, Valerie, like, this is in your own hands. Like, if you don't do it, like, I, I guess in the Yavne Shabbaton, when you go, you just have to go. And then, like, automatically, you get recharged. But then here, you have to really be like, okay, I'm going to go out of my comfort zone, do the things that I need to do. And then, you know, you you end up feeling better after that. So, I guess just, like, I told myself, Valerie, just do it. Just buy the little gifts for Mishlach Manot, the Matanot Lavionim. Like, go to the Megillah reading. Try to dress up, even though it will look weird. So... Did you dress up on campus? Yeah, but, like, I tried to make it more, you know, like a normal costume. <laughs> so, yeah, like, and and then after that, like, after Purim was over, I was so happy. Like, I was able to celebrate it. Because I decided to, you know. But I would say also just apart from that, like, I would always try to recharge myself by just, like, going out and speaking with God, listening to music and, like, having time to just, like, connect. Even when I'm just walking to class. So even if it's just five minutes, I try to be like, okay, Valerie, you haven't connected. Let's connect now. So, like, those are little things. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. You got to stay consistent. Yeah. Can you tell us a little about how you try to engage other Jewish students on campus in terms of Jewish Jewish activities? Uh, yeah. So I think just like in the general basis, like I just try to be present in most of the Jewish activities on campus, like going to all the Hawaii events, going to all the Hidal events and like showing that like I care and even even though I have a busy schedule like I try to make an effort to go to these activities. So that's in like the basic level. But on the other level I just try to also connect with the students. Either just by asking like how they are, like trying to connect with them, supporting them and like becoming friends with them. You know, like knowing that they have like a Jewish friend on campus that cares about them. And then I would say on the third level, like, it's actually being like, hey, come to this event, we're doing... So, like, I, I guess I started, like, the Tuesday Lunch and Learns on, in Javad. It's like, oh, it's just for, like, um, women on campus. And then it's just, like, a space for us to learn and have lunch. And I guess it's a good, like, a nice break. Uh, during the week so I reach out to these girls and like I asked I encourage them to come like every week even if they don't end up showing but some of them have like shown every week and they started loving it and like yeah so like I would say like just creating these events there's also pizza and parsha or advocating for other events that my peers are making or the Javar is making or Hillel is making I just try to like encourage people to come even if I know that that they're not gonna end up coming so yeah like I would say 
going to the events, trying to be like friendly with all the like the Jewish students, and then like you know trying to advocate for events, create for events, and like yeah, lead events. Do you have friends that help you out with these events that you like to plan? Yeah, so like I would say like it's mainly the. Like, I'm part of the Chabad board, like, I'm the vice president, so I love the Chabad board and, like, everyone on the board, and I just feel like we're just a good team, like, the Chabad couple is amazing, and I also know that, like, the Hill, the Hill team is also amazing, uh, but yeah, inside the Chabad board, like, I feel like we all help each other to set up ideas, um, to clean up, to, you know, like, we're just there for each other, so, like, it's a good team, and I think we're, like, five, six people, which is a good amount. Okay, so, your Chabad has, like, consistent weekday activities? Yeah, so, like, there's always, like, Shabbat dinner, Shabbat lunch, uh, but usually, yeah, during the week, they have, like, lunch and learn, or pizza and parsha, or sometimes they would do something, like, I don't know, challah baking or hamantashen baking or things like that. Um, but yes, I really love these weekly activities, even though they're not as popular, I would say. I love them just because, like, it gives me, like, a good spiritual recharge during the week when you're just focused on school, school, school. Yeah. Is there any kind of informal culture at your Chabad, as in... Are there people, like, hanging out in the building throughout the week? Or are there, like, little chavrusas going on, especially on Shabbos? And, like, you know, I'm assuming your Chabad has, like, a little library or Beit Midrash. Um, Is there any type of, like, more informal culture within your school's Chabad? Yeah, so, like, the thing is, like, usually just more people go to dinner. So, like, I don't know, we all go to dinner. It's, It's just an amazing experience. But then once it's done usually people leave i would say in lunch when it's just like four of us or five of us uh we usually what we do is like yeah we go have the lunch and then we stay playing board games uh yeah so i wish we would start it but like yes we play board games with like they have children and then um with the students and it's just nice because like we, I usually don't play board games during the week, and then it's just fun. It's like a tradition. Like, after that, we end up playing board games then. Even though you do go to school in the tri-state area, you are attending a school in a more remote location. Does that feel hard or isolating? And if so, what are some ways that you've tried to overcome that? Yeah, so... Well, one of the reasons I chose Franklin Marshall College is because it's in the Northeast, and then I thought, well, I'm going to be close to my brother because he lives in Boston, and it's so close to New York, and, like, so close to Philly that I was like, okay, even if there is not a strong Jewish community here, I can just go in the train and visit other Jewish communities uh, around the Northeast. Um, So I would say, like, it is kind of like an amazing benefit to have them so close because there are opportunities that I'm like, oh, I don't know, like if the Chabad is not here for X, Y, and Z, then I can just take a train, go to New York or Boston or for the Yavne Shabbatons. It's like easy to get there. 
the only thing is that like as a busy college student like it's get it get it gets hard to go um and spend like a Shabbat or for a holiday to these places when you are busy so I would say there is that tool to become closer to different Jewish um, communities in the Northeast. However, because of all the things that we need to do as students, it's hard sometimes and it does feel a little isolating. Although I do love that it's kind of in the middle of nowhere because it's so peaceful. Because I don't know if I would be able to like study in New York in like a busy city. But yes, there is that aspect that like it can feel a little isolating sometimes. What's the general Lancaster culture like? <laughs> so I kind of, I really like it because there are a lot of Amish people here. It's one of like the biggest Amish communities in Lancaster. And you see like women dressed up very modestly, like with the skirts and like long sleeves. And it's just funny because some of my friends that are not Jewish would be like, oh, Valerie, like, they look just like you, but yeah, I guess just it feels very like interesting because most of the population here at Lancaster are very like I guess traditional people, modest people. So it's kind of nice to see like another side of like I guess it's another group of people that have another religion, and from the outside it kind of looks similar to Judaism, but of course it's not it's not the same. It's just it's just funny and like it's nice to go to like Central Market which which is like um it's like the shuk but of Lancaster and then the all of the Amish people are selling like their goodies or their pa- pastries flowers cheeses and it's just very nice to see so yeah I would say like it's just a nice population to have like in the city as an observant Jew that was our last question. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and speak about these things. Um, Do you have any last remarks for the audience? No, thank you so much, Stasi, for inviting me to speak in, like, your podcast. Um, I'm very proud of you, of what you're doing, and I'm just very happy that I'm part of, like, the Yavne Network because I was able to meet like wonderful people. Yeah, I think, thank God, like our listeners can really benefit from a lot of different perspectives you shared. I don't think anything we talked about was really anywhere close to things we talked about so far on the podcast. So to just have new, fresh perspectives coming on every week is, thank God, really good and really uh, contributes to the success of the podcast. And naturally, just people, you know, taking the time to to inspire others is all what this is about. So thank you so much. And thank you, Nancy. Yeah. It was so nice to have Valerie join me for this episode. But that's not the end. Each one of you are navigating college in your own way and have so much you can give to others. I look forward to continuing this dialogue with our next guest, and if you'd like to come on the show, as always, please reach out to me through the email in the show description. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you could take something away. Until next time, Amir Ta Hashem on Just a Jew in the College.